I am light. I am oxygen. I am energy. I am life. Feel the way its truth resonates with your inner consciousness. Feel it. Beyond being a vessel of energy or just the body you have, you are the living essence of the universe. Hey, hey. Hi, guys. It's Allie. Back with Awakening with Allie. And I am so beyond excited for today's guest. I have such an incredible soul, light worker, friend, literal, just She's such a beam of light. I'm so excited to get to talk to her today and have you guys all get to know her. And if you already know her, then you already love her. I have the beautiful Amber Lee Lyons, who is the founder of Chakra Girl Co. And the Rituals by Chakra Girl app is your daily dose of spiritual ascension, sharing Amber Lee's video library of daily rituals, manifestation, and healing practices, along with chakra activations and more to support your journey. Her purpose is to draw parallels between luxury abundance, soul purpose, multidimensionality, and higher consciousness, all in a digestible way to support her, the collective, to elevate frequency on the daily. She also hosts a top-rated podcast known as Chakra Girl Radio, where so many interviews all about spiritual experts, sharing their secrets to ascension, and so much more. Amber, welcome to my show. I'm so happy to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, we have been trying to make this happen for a minute and we are finally aligned and doing it even in retrograde, like Halloween. Well, I I feel like it's um, kind of interesting that we're doing it now when things are starting to look up globally. So I like to think that this was kismet and that we get to be, you know, a little bit more high vibe and not like doom and gloom and scared. I love it. (laughs) I love that you said that. And like, uh, you know, everyone knows obviously by now this is out. My podcast launch is on 22222, which is quite a date yeah. apparently. And and you know, because my angel number is my grandmother, I picked the 222, but then I sent you even from um, Kanye's uh, Instagram the other night that it was like posting about how that's like, you know, the Pluto return for the world and like what that means. And I was like, whoa, what a date to pick for this to um, launch. So to give a little background, Amber and I are recording this on January 28th before um, going live with the show during Mercury retrograde during a lot of uh, intense times as she's uh, referring to but a lot of changes so I mean like let's just dive in I mean most people I would say should know you if you don't you need to go look up all the amazing things Amber does with the chakras and everything why don't you quickly kind of get us caught up of how you got to this space and like how Amber went from kind of your own evolution many years ago to where you are now, because now you're really showing up in such a powerful space of, like you said, really wanting to help, you know, transform others, help them with their ascension, you know, those guides taking kind of the um, 3D world-esque, if you will, and bringing into the 5D and higher, you know, consciousness and how you're bringing all that together. So like, let's get into that. Yeah, I feel like that was a slow, like really ascending my consciousness, I think didn't happen until 2020. Like, I don't think I really was fully accessing like this dimensional consciousness until 2020. Um, Prior to that, I mean, obviously, there was still so much going on spiritually, and there was a lot of groundwork being laid. I kind of, my eyes kind of opened, I would say in 2028, and I started being a lot more, um, just asking a lot more questions, being a lot more curious about what was going on in the world. But my journey with my business and, um, you know, really deciding to heal chakras for myself and the world started in my 
early 20s and the business started in my late 20s but I started experimenting with crystals and yoga and all the things I always say like they're the gateway drugs to ascension and uh and yeah so that was I was like just a hot mess in my 20s like many of us are and I needed to really start healing myself and the number one thing was you know once I took accountability for my life and I was like okay wait it's not my mom's fault where I am right now. It's not anyone else's fault. Like if I want to change my life, I need to take accountability and I need to do the work. So, uh, yeah, once I really discovered chakra healing, I, like, I was like, why have I never heard of this before? Like, why don't my friends know about this? Like, this was, I guess like 20 uh, or sorry. Yeah. 20, I don't know. When would that have been probably like 2010, so wow. no one was talking about it, right? Yeah. And so it took me a few years to do all the healing that I needed to do before I could launch my own business and start feeling confident putting this work into the world. And once I did, I actually just created a gemstone and crystal jewelry business. And people were not really interested in the jewelry, but they were like, how did you unblock your chakras to start your business? And, you know, I really want to start a business and I'm feeling so blocked. I'm feeling so scared and I don't know what my business should be, or I know what I want to do. And I've tried to do it. And I keep hitting these roadblocks. And I realized very quickly that in order for me to, I couldn't have launched that business without having done that healing work. And so I created a program where I was helping women to like unblock their chakras while they were launching their business. So I did that for about five years. And then I just retired from that officially this year. I always say like we're meant to teach the world the most the most important thing in our life like the thing that changed our life the most and at that time for me it was my business because it was really like baptism by fire and um there was so much learning and growth that happened but now as we really noticed what, what really matters in the world over the last couple of years, I really just gone back. I don't want to say to basics because it's really like deep work, but I've gone back to the foundation. Like I've gone back to, okay, so the business was actually a result of this inner work you're doing. The business itself wasn't the thing that changed your life. It's this inner work. And Although that's always been such a theme of the business, I'm, I'm just bringing it back to that with the rituals app and some other things that I'm creating. So yeah, and I mean, like I said, 2020 was just so pivotal. There was such a deep awakening and such a building of community and an ascension. And we really had to learn quickly what mattered to us most. And I think a lot of people pivoted in the last couple of years for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you kind of brought it back to that inner work, right? And that you took like radical responsibility in your yeah. own life. I think that like so many, myself included, like we become the victim, whether we mean yeah. to or not. And we're just like, yeah. oh, it's this person's fault. And oh, I just like must be, you know, like bringing that person in. And, and that was an issue in my business and blah, blah, blah. And you make up all these excuses. And it's like, no, like actually it was you all along. Yeah. And you don't want to see that, right? Like you don't want to face yourself. You don't want to, I know for me, when I started doing, you know, that shadow work that you speak of, like, I didn't want to do it. I wanted no part of it. And I was like, I don't want to look at myself. I don't want to see the things I did like wrong. Like who wants to do that? You know? So, I mean, can you talk a little bit to that? Cause you've done so much shadow work and you're yeah. very passionate about the shadow work. What does yeah. it mean to you, the, the shadow work and, and, and our shadow? And then like, you know, a little bit of like how you work through that shadow work. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm still doing it all the time. I'm, I'm in like a bit of a shadow phase right now, starting to like come out the other side of it, but it's really funny because 
I found that people who are not awake and that want to believe that these, you know, these structures that were keeping them safe are indeed keeping them safe. Safe. Deep down, they know exactly. And deep down, they know the truth. And it's the same thing with our own shadows. We have these coping mechanisms that we think are keeping us safe. We have this like rough exterior, this like shell. We have walls up around our hearts and we think that that's keeping us safe. And so we avoid it. We like put on a front. And instead of like facing them and being like, no, what is the underlying fear here? What is the insecurity here? What is the darkness? What is the shadow? Where did this come from? Um, and doing the healing around that, like if we're unwilling to face ourselves, the truth within ourselves, or we're not going to be able to face the truth outside of ourselves. So I find that they really go simultaneously and there's always deeper layers. There's always more to learn. And even when like right now, like things are seeming a little bit more positive globally. I don't know if by the time this airs, it'll still feel that way, but today it does. Um, but I find that there's so many parallels in that. Like when the world is starting to feel up, then my shadow work is starting to integrate and I'm adding more love simultaneously. Um, similarly to when the world is in a really dark place, everyone has been really going through it. And um, you know, you know, depression's been up, suicide's been up. And, you know, what I've been realizing is that shadow work needs to go up. Like we need to be like really doing this work, you know, now more than ever. And I think a lot of people did. A lot of people took the time to do that in the last couple of years. Um, and, and some people didn't, and some people didn't have the tools, which is, which is really sad and tragic because it's something that was never talked about. We were never, you know, it's like, okay, now you're at home by yourself deal with it, you know, deal with your shit. People were faced with their shit because they were at home by themselves. So um, and, and it's not necessarily that it was the fear of COVID that, that has made people depressed. It was them having to sit with themselves and not knowing how to do the work and not having those tools available. That's such a good point. Like there were so many like myself where it was like, you knew something else was up. So you weren't actually fearful of COVID. But you were like, oh, now I have to sit with my shit. Like that was something like I realized over and over again. Exactly. I was like, oh, I do not want to sit in this, you know, and like exactly. and this and go through this, right? And and you make such a good point, like to what you were saying, in my opinion, like we are going through a massive collective shadow right now. Like that's literally yeah. what you see us going through is this huge shadow work that like we still are working through. We're still figuring out yeah. how to deal with because we are all one essentially, right? And so it's like we're yeah, reflections of each exactly. other, we're mirroring all these things. And so when you have some doing the work, it's like great. So that's why you're seeing this light be shined on like all this darkness and all this exposure. And then the other part of the collective, like the masses that are still in that like you said that fake safe space that oh these structures oh this that don't want to do it it's like we're still dealing with the shadow because it's like we have to all come collectively together to be like all right we're gonna do the shadow work so you spoke to like you know looking at yourself doing that you know inner work obviously you know people can go and you know check you out to further understand it but what would you kind of say to simply share for someone who's listening who's maybe newly awakening because you know I know I told you when I felt like this was put on my heart from God and source and everything like awakening with Ali is not only to support my own spiritual journey but for so many others who especially in this time are just starting to wake up and be like what the hell is going on am I going crazy what is happening like you know like and, and you start to dive into that shadow work, right? Because you're kind of essentially forced to do that in order to move towards ascension. So yeah. 
to you, for someone who's listening and kind of just starting to like be like, all right, what is this? Like, how do I even check this out? What would you say is a good way to start to dive into that shadow work, especially since there are so many still at home, um, alone and isolated? Yeah, so it can feel really heavy and it can feel really hard. So one way that I really like to add kind of like light and fun to it because you need to be, you need to make it funny. I remember this is something that I actually did during the election. It's funny because I'm Canadian, so you would, wouldn't think it, it was affecting me so much, but the U.S. election was really affecting me. And so, um, and we can do this with anything. So what I did was I was looking at what was affecting me and who was affecting me. And I was like, what about this person is the same as me? So, okay, why don't I like Trump? Okay, because I think he's this, that, and the other thing. In what ways am I that? And so if you can like, because everything that you're afraid of or everything that is, uh, is you feel is like corrupt or that you feel is you're losing control over, that has to come from somewhere. That, that energy comes from inside because of something inside of you. So if you can integrate that with yourself, then whatever is going on outside isn't going to have such an energetic charge. So I was like, okay, I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm incompetent. I am, you know, corrupt. I am this, you know, the, and I wrote down in what ways am I like him, you know? And I, I was like, okay. And I would, I would send him compassion and I would send him love. Like, I'm so sorry. I get it. It can, it can be sad to like, feel to like, you know, recognize those things about yourself. And then with yourself, it's like, okay. So now I'm aware of some of my shadows. I can, I can really look at these. And the more we look at them, the more we remove the energetic charge. Like think about like something cringy that you did like years ago, <laughs> but it's like the more you talk about it and add humor to it, it, re- it releases that like, oh, feeling that like jolts like you shaved, and like makes you stuff. Yeah, I shaved off my left eyebrow in high school. Like that was real great. I was attempting to like actually like, you know, like tweeze and like get underneath and try to shape it. And I literally shaved it off. My mom walked in the bathroom and she was like, "Uh, how come you're missing an eyebrow? And I literally like played like dumb. I'm like, what? I'm missing an eyebrow. And there were probably times where you laid in bed at night being like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And you start to get hot, you start to sweat and you're like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. That's so brutal. (laughs) And then it's like, the more you talk about it, the more light you add to it. And I don't mean you have to like, I don't, not necessarily talking about, you don't have to do self-deprecating humor. Like you can add light to things just by literally bringing them to light reading it, writing it, being like, this happened and I accept it. Like, I don't have to, you know, all you have to do is accept that it happened. And the more you do that, it releases the energetic charge of it. Obviously, forgiveness work is really powerful. I actually actually really like um, Shaman Durek doesn't use the word forgiveness. He uses the word acceptance. And I really like that. That resonates with me because again, I'm all about releasing any victim mentality. So if you're forgiving someone, then that means that they did something wrong to begin with. If you're forgiving yourself for something, then that means you still think you did something bad or you did something wrong. Are there things that are quote unquote bad and wrong? Sure. In the fifth dimension, there's not though. Like things just, it just is it's polarity, right? So, um, it's oneness. So, so yeah, that's, that's what you need to do is just really look at it and be like, how am I, you know, if these things that are triggering me, how am I this way? And how can I take accountability for them? Um, You know, who do I need to accept? How can I accept myself? And just get used to looking at them. Um, Another thing I've been doing lately, which is so against my natural state 
of living, but being and just sitting with the feeling like, yeah, okay, being embarrassed is a huge trigger, right? But it's like, okay, if you can just sit with that feeling and let it take over your body and breathe through it, you're literally letting go of it for good. It's when you push it down and you blame someone and you add guilt and shame into it and you make excuses for it and you're like, oh my God, and you get mad at yourself. Like that's fueling that fire. But if you can just sit with it and breathe into it, do some like self self soothing. Like I like to put like one hand on my heart, one hand on my solar plexus and just be like, you're okay. Like, it's okay. You you're allowed to feel that way. That is a human feeling that's going to come up sometimes. And it's okay. That feeling is allowed to be here. So once we start to resist the feeling again, that's when it grows. So just sitting with it. So I've actually been doing, usually when I meditate, I like to really think things. I like to visualize things. I'd like to see my energy moving, uh, you know, and just do, sitting in silence with a feeling is so hard for me that I've really only worked my way up to 15 minutes. <laughs> so, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it gets better and better every day. And that's the thing too. It's like, my goal is, is not your goal is not to have no shadows. Your goal is not to be perfect. Your goal is to just add more and more light to yourself every single day. And even when you think you've you really integrated a certain shadow and then it's gone, it can show up once you've reached a new level in your life. I always say like new levels, new levels. And so it, you know, be easy with yourself. Yeah, no, I love that. And you talked about how you put your, you know, your hand on your heart and then, you know, also on the solar plexus. So obviously you're the chakra girl. Why don't you break down a little bit why you're so into chakras? Why, you know, for your own work, why you feel like that was such a game changer and you dove in so hard and then shared it with the world. Like, let's get into chakras. (laughs) Yeah. So I I feel like chakra healing is is such a, it is, and it's a quantum healing, but it almost has a linear approach that's super digestible for people who are maybe just starting their journey or just starting with this work. And I mean, it's not something that's just for beginners. Like this is work that I still do. I'm always working with my chakra energy because we are transmitters and receptors of frequency. So we're constantly transmitting an energy frequency and what we receive back in, in, you know, as it relates to people, opportunities, you know, situations in our life, that's going to be a direct reflection of the energy that you're putting out into the world. It's like a magnet, right? So when we can clear the, the energy that's stagnant, our chakras already know what to do. So it's like we can visualize our ideal life where everything feels free and we're in bliss and we're in creativity and we're in joy. Our chakras naturally have that frequency, but then they they get bogged down with, you know, energetic uh, cords, you know, negative beliefs, and they may not even be from this lifetime, you know, anything from like physical pain to, um, yeah, limiting beliefs, different, you know, energies or entities that attach themselves to you, um, you know, memories, trauma, like all those things just, just get things clogged up. So we have the ability to clear them and it's easier than we think. And it just takes intention and a little bit of memorization about like which chakra does what and, and the different uh, energies and crystals and whatever, it, it can actually be really simple. The chakras are the colors of the rainbow and, you know, find a crystal. If you're working on your solar plexus, you know, that's the third chakra, the third color in the rainbow is yellow. So find a yellow crystal and that's going to help, you know, it's actually pretty easy. And so that's why, um, and, and there, it's, there's so much potency to it. So I think that's why, you know, people who are just starting, it's such a great place to start. 
Yeah, that's really cool. I actually, to be honest, as much as I know about chakras, I did not make the connection that you just said with the rainbow. Yeah, it's Roy G. Bibb, red, orange, yellow, green, indigo, violet. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like that you said too, it's a little bit more digestible and like for people that maybe not in the full-blown spirituality yeah. space, you know, that is kind of where we are going. So I feel more and more yeah. will become more open to this as this becomes more mainstream totally. and shift. Yeah. It's good when you have something that is a little bit more tangible because like we know, like whereas many of us kind of awakened to this earlier in the game and it was woo-woo, it's like, it's actually not woo-woo because we are energy. We are multidimensional beings. We are, as you said, transmitters. We receive energy. Like there's so much real science that shows mm-hmm. how connected we actually are to all of this. Exactly. I think people can, it's like easier to understand for people. And what's great too, is that there's kind of like, after you kind of nail down the seven chakras, you can graduate to the extended chakras and the higher dimensional chakras. And um, I only taught, I mean, I still really only teach the seven chakras in most of the work that I do, but now, you know, moving to the app, we were really going into the upper chakras and in my other program, Goddess Magnetism, we go into the, the upper chakras and the higher dimensions and all of that stuff. So oh, it's, cool. it's, there, there's always deeper layers to go with it. Always, right? It's like you just yeah. keep going. It's like I told Tony the other day when they were asking me about kind of my own journey. I'm like, I'm just peeling back more layers of the onion of myself. Go, go, go. Exactly. Just like, you know, exactly. it, it never ends. Like you just, like you said, it's like you level up and you come further up and then you're like, oh, there's more to peel back. Yeah. <laughs> there's more exactly. to go through, you know? Exactly. And this is kind of a good uh, segue into, I know you wanted to speak to also like that higher consciousness and that 5D mm-hmm. consciousness and kind of where we are going as a collective for the most of, yeah. of us. And, and where things are headed, how would you kind of describe, you know, um, that higher consciousness? What does that mean to you? Um, how, in your opinion, you know, do you kind of um, achieve that and be able to be in that space? Like, let's, let's talk about that because I feel like that is such a heavy conversation right now. And there's, of course, so many talking about it that I have no clue what they're talking about. And then there's like, it's everywhere. Well, it's like everything else, yeah. right? Like the news that we know isn't the news is giving yeah. you constant, you know, misinformation. And then you've got people in the spirituality space doing the same thing. So it's, yeah. it's very interesting this time right now, because it's really, I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, it's really about discernment, like tapping into yourself and being like, all right, does this resonate or not? So why don't you speak yeah. to the higher consciousness? Totally. And I think I want to say too, like a little like mini rant, like it really irks me, the spiritual people who are not awake. (laughs) I'm like, I'm literally like, but, but like how, like not, not even, let's not say spiritual. Let's not say spiritual. Let's say the intuitives that are not awake. I'm like, but, but like you're intuitive. How do you know? I know. Can I tell you, <laughs> I've had those moments where I've had to like vent and then again, look at myself and be like, okay, why is this bothering me? But I have, like, I've had mediums of mine who I, who I like love, but I'm like, here they are, you know, double max, backs, yada, 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 yada. And, and promoting everything. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> what is I going know. on here? I, I just want to be like, what is your intuition telling you? Like, like, can we just like take a second to slow down here? I really want you to breathe into this and, and see what comes up for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that just goes to show you how powerful the fear is. Like, that's how strong that fear has been for people. Um, yeah, so higher consciousness. So yeah, I mean, the way that I always describe it is like most of the world's in third dimensional consciousness, which is if we think about 3D, it's literally there's like up, there's down, there's left, there's right, there's the angles. It's like three-dimensional you know it's like a sphere that's like as far as our brain can go with our thinking um and I kind of describe it as like if you're 
in a house and you look at the ceiling and you're like, okay, that's, I guess that's the sky. You know, it, it's all you see. Like if, if you were like a fly, you'd be like in this house and you're like, okay, this is the sky. This is the sky. Um, but when you look out the window, um, you can, you know, you start to see what's really happening. And this is the awakening. So the fourth dimension is the awakening. I always call it the dirty gas station on a road trip. You want to, you want to get in there, take what you want and then go. You don't want to stay there, but a lot of people get stuck there. Hence the like the QAnon people and, you know, the people that are like really stuck in that darkness. Um, But they're awake and they're probably right about a lot of things, but they're, they're living, breathing darkness and they're not seeing the positives in it. Not every single one of them. I don't want to blanket here, but, but that's the energy of it. Um, So in the fourth dimension, I mean, and I, we go there all the time. So I bounce and back, I bounce back and forth all the time. Definitely not back to third. Once you're awake, you're awake, (laughs) but between fourth and fifth. Um, so, you know, when you're going down a rabbit hole, that's you awakening to new information. When you are, you know, having those days where you're like, fuck, like, world is crazy like those that's when you're stuck in the fourth dimension the fifth dimension is when you know what's going on but you trust that light wins and you live from your heart center you live from a place of you know i compassion you know and a deep understanding and a seeing of the bigger picture and you see uh you know you're not necessarily seeing you know, most people think like, oh, are you Republican? Are you Democrat? When you're in fifth dimension, you see that there's so much more at play. There's, there, there's a whole world going on and there's, there's, but it's like, you see things globally, but then you also see things from a more universal perspective. So you're, you know, you're understanding the different energies of astrology and you're understanding that there's just so much more at play. And it's not necessarily that you have to memorize all those things or like, you know, be analyzing what's going on. It's not that it's just like a deep knowing and like a bird's eye view and not getting tangled into the web and just looking with everything with a trust and a knowing that you when you lead from love and you hold a high frequency then that's what happens and I truly believe that there's no way that this can go super self like there's too many people awake and that's that's the feeling it's like yeah do I have days that feel depressing yes but in 5d you have like this quantum perspective and you also know your own quantum energy your own quantum power because you've done so much healing and that you know that when you do your healing you're helping everyone else you're helping the collective so there's a lot more you know there's hope and there's love and there's compassion and you know what's going on but you don't hang out in it all day I love that you know what's going on with your hand all day and you're right it's true it's like I totally have been caught up in those rabbit holes yeah, and have gone into that abyss and darkness and, and had yeah. to pull myself out. And, and I think totally. a lot of people, especially in 2020, right? Like, a, you know, we all weakened just so much and it was so easy, especially being stuck at home and on the internet, we were researching everything and connecting the dots. And all of a sudden it's like all these like brand new things are opening up to you and you're like, Oh, go here and I go there. And then all of a sudden you're like stuck down this darkness, like you said, and you're yeah. like, Oh, okay, now how do I get out? So I like that you said that you kind of like, you, you play in it, you're there, but then you get yourself out and being in that 
fifth dimension and higher frequencies means that like you really are seeing things from a more oneness place and a higher space and of light and Christ consciousness and everything else that you're actually picking up on. Like we are all one, whether I realize it or not. And like, yeah. Like you said, the light is winning. We know that the light will, you know, um, will win and, you know, God soars, whatever resonates for anyone, you know, is um, essentially going to win. And really what's happening in front of us is like you said, it's not the Republican Democrat. It's not the things they want to give you in the 3D that are the constructs. That's just part of the like illusion of what's in front of us. There's so much more actually to this entire picture. Exactly. And then when we do bounce back into that 4D, it's just an opportunity for more shadow work. So it's like, oh, okay, universe, I see what you're doing. And it's like, okay, what's the what's the fear this time? Okay, deception. Okay, how am I deceiving myself? Okay, let me look at how I'm deceiving myself. And then I'm going to do some inner work on that. And I'm going to sit with it. And I can do any healing that I need to do or any shifts that I need to do in my physical world. And then before you know it, you're not afraid of deception anymore, because you've already battled that with your light. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I love that you honestly, what I love about you is you bring humor to everything, you know, like, yeah. you know, like you like not only bring light, but you do bring a bit of humor without obviously going overboard. It's like, just something that like, let's be real, right? Like darkness is not fun. So it's like, yeah, if you can come to a space where it's like, all right, I can kind of laugh this off a little bit. Yeah. Like kind of just play around with this. I don't think exactly. so heavy and consumed by this, which is something society also hasn't taught us to do. We've been taught exactly. either to shove feelings away and numb and compartmentalize and the list goes on or not to deal with it. Like one or the yeah. other. Exactly. It's my favorite coping mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> just add humor. I love it. Just add humor, just add humor and light. Perfect. I love it. Well, I mean, you were saying, you know, like, you know, obviously use the chakras when you were explaining like an example of deception and say that came up for you personally and you're working through it. What would be some like little quick basics that you could explain that you personally would do to be able to move through that shadow and move that energy? Yeah. So so let's work with deception again. So how am I deceiving myself? Um, What am I not facing? What am I, what am I avoiding? It could be as small as I haven't been going to the gym. I haven't been taking care of my body. It could be my husband and I haven't had that conversation that I know we've been needing to have. It could be I haven't been taking care of my finances. I'm deceiving my highest self. And then there's literal tangible things that you can do to fix that. Um, But then it might be, you know what? I have a deep-seated belief that I'm deceitful. I have a deep-seated belief that I'm a bad person. I have a deep-seated belief that I don't deserve good things. And you'd be like, okay, where'd that come from? Okay, yeah, that thing that, you know, my mom said to me or my dad said to me when I was five or, you know, when the neighbor kid said this, you know, it could be, you're, you'll, you're, when you're intuitive, you'll remember, you'll remember the right thing that you're meant to remember at that time. And that's the layer that you're meant to uncover and, and peel back that time. So again, it's going to be, so there's a lot of things you can do. You can, you know, again, do like the acceptance or forgiveness work. You can do some tapping on it. You can do, um, you know, journaling, writing, writing a letter to someone you can do like an energy healing, do like some staging smudging. But again, I'm the most uncomfortable thing for me as an Aquarius is to sit with the feeling. So that's, you know, you really need to do that. You need to let it run its course. And, and again, letting that energy, that, that feeling know that it's allowed to be there. And then again, when, when you see the deception on Instagram, you're like, Oh, I've already sat with that. I know what that feels like. It's not, it doesn't bother me as much, you know, cause I know right. myself. You know, I know myself, I know my truth now. And as I know my truth, I trust myself more. And as I trust myself more, I know my strength. And as I know my strength, I'm not afraid of this outside bullshit. So, um, so yeah, it's like, 
there's so many things like I always like you know crystal tapping smudging bath ritual like there's so many different things and it's, it's always like what suits your flavor but the most important thing is going to be to sit with the energy and and like inner child work is really important too like that's and you can do that those hand in hand like thinking of that moment like really visualizing that moment visualizing yourself who knows so much better now walking into that scene what would that little girl self need to need to hear and you can give her that that love that she needed to hear in that moment and and then again sitting sitting in that feeling being like okay this is how she felt and I'm gonna breathe through it (laughs) and you know just really sitting with it I love that. Yeah, no, it's, it's so well said. And I also love that you said there's so many modalities, right? Because everybody's different. Not everybody exactly. resonates with one or the other. And so it's yeah. like, there's not just one, you know, no. it's all. It's like you, whatever works and resonates for you, whatever intuitively feels yeah. right, like that's what you lean into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said, obviously with the higher consciousness and like you said, like, you know, you have all the trust and faith that, you know, the light will win. I do as well. Where do you, in your opinion, your own intuition and, and everything you're watching play out, especially because you are in the heart of it, you are in the prison of Canada, let's be real, uh, for those that don't know. Uh, so you've really been in it, you've been watching it like really play out. And I know it's massive right now with this convoy and everything going on. It's pretty epic to kind of see how this is uh, all happening. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds, but kind of just seeing things obviously from more, you know, higher level, what do you feel like for this year of 2022, since this, this is more of the beginning of the year and the Pluto return we talked about briefly, that's coming and all that when my podcast is being released. Um, you know, what do you feel like is kind of coming for the collective? What do you feel in your own truth of like, you know, what you kind of not maybe expect, but kind of know maybe potentially coming around the corner as we further expose the darkness and these systems and further collapse happens for the light to essentially come through. Yeah. I mean, I feel that I have, and this is so new, like this, this new hope and light that's come through, like the the hope and light has always been there, but we didn't know how it was going to happen. We didn't know how, you know, the shift was going to take place. And you know, again, we still at this point don't know 100%. And there's two ways that it could go. And it'll be interesting to listen to this once it's already happened. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's two ways that it could go. And my my brain has been thinking, okay, you know, they're going to sort our food. We need to stock up. They're going to call in martial law. They're going to keep us all in our homes. And they're going to, you know, basically say that it's like a state of emergency and this is, this is when it's going to get the heaviest. And then they're going to like give us their chemically engineered, they're going to starve us and then give us their chemically engineered food. And then that's going to make people sick. And then, you know, and I think logically and in knowing certain documents that have been leaked, that makes sense. <laughs> um and so but in my heart I don't feel that I don't feel it I don't necessarily think that everything's going to go away in the next week I think it will be a slow-ish process of them biting their tongues because they can't just say oh no we were wrong they're not going to expose it but I think I think that they will quietly go back on their words slowly 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 so as not to lose complete trust and they're going to try and rebuild their authority and try and rebuild the trust in us and it's going to be fucking hilarious to watch (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny when you say that kind of like about your brain, because I've had those moments too. And then same thing when I tap into my yeah. heart center and my intuition and even like my yeah. guides and everything, I'm like, no, nope. yeah. I already feel like that straw, like that had a break already did. And now we're yeah. seeing these, like tides turning and we're seeing more people awakening and we're seeing yeah. people come together and more people yeah. share truth. And, and you're just seeing like collapses everywhere. You're seeing movements yeah. like this convoy. You're seeing medical doctors who are saying no more. And they're starting to come yeah. together and figure out how to build their own systems. Like yeah. people are done. People are starting to totally. say, how do we change? Exactly. And like another, like another good example of how they're going to like eat their words and just try to like play it off is here. Um, in Canada, they closed all gyms, even for vaccinated people. Oh. And the gyms were like, they, and they're like, okay, they closed them. I can't remember when, but they were, they were set to reevaluate on January 19th. All the gyms got together and said, no matter what, and it, we knew that they were going to keep them closed. They basically were like, yeah, no, we're, they basically kind of alluded to like, they're going to stay closed. Mm. Uh, all the gyms rallied together and they were like, fuck it, we're opening. And so the government announced, we've decided to let them open. No, you uh-huh. didn't decide that. They decided that. So it's like, they're going to try and make themselves seem right. like the good guys. And then also with the convoy, I don't know if you saw this, but the first day of the convoy, the tra- the news was reporting that, um, that the convoy was a protest of dangerous road conditions. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah so they're gonna drive all the way across canada to protest dangerous road conditions that yeah. makes sense i know so, so like, then, how dumb do they think we are but then the next day they ate their words and they didn't they didn't admit that they did anything wrong they said oh yeah that's what it was on saturday but today this other protest is starting and and they were they told the truth about it so it's like i just think well, we're gonna small fringe minority is what they said yeah, exactly well and i think there's gonna be a lot of finger pointing so maybe they'll choose one this is what they do right they choose someone to publicly shame and embarrass For sure. and they're gonna blame it all on that person, whether it's Fauci or, I mean, I think it might be Fauci. I, I have a <laughs> feeling um, and I'll laugh so hard, um, but they're going to have to choose someone. And it's going to be like everyone for themselves, right? Yeah. There will be no more allyship amongst the darkness and they're going to turn on each other. And that's when it, I think that's how it's going to implode. Yeah, I agree with you. My husband's always said that they were going to eat each other one way or another. And he said, you know, they can pretend to play all the agendas that they want. But at some point, because each one has to fall, they will turn on each other. They will eat each other alive because they don't care. They don't care about each other. Right, exactly. Right. I always wonder that when I'm like watching, like we just watched Ozark and I'm like, just wondering, like when they're going out for dinner with like, someone from the car I'm like how do they trust I'm like how do they just trust each other like you know this person's a murderer who turns on people and kills people (laughs) how do they just trust each other when they're like working together like it's so weird but it's the same thing with them it's like they they're the most untrustworthy people working together so how can you not always have you know sleep with one eye open it's true yeah it's really true and and too like we know right for those of us who are awakened like we know that they are, you know, choosing the dark. They are choosing to work together in this. So even though they are one for themselves, like you said, even though like they have a lot of their own craziness going on, their goal is all the same. Deception, yeah. darkness, evil. So exactly. it's it's so interesting when you are awake to watch it play out in the world stage. You're like, 
oh wow <laughs> it's like, yeah because like those energies are definitely stronger than whatever camaraderie they think they've got going on there totally yeah I mean it's so obvious that the light is so much stronger and that's why they keep trying to pump you know obviously the fear that you spoke of and the darker yeah. energies and whatever they can because it's, it's pretty obvious they're getting pretty desperate at this point and it'll just be interesting to see as this does play out like what that desperation looks like and how desperate yeah. do we get until things do essentially start to pull back till things start to shift and, and, and all that. And I do believe, you know, a lot of people I know have said, Oh, I think it's in a couple more years. And I'm like, mm -mm, I really believe 2022 is the start of this massive shift. Yeah. I, 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 I it's funny. Cause I originally felt that way when this first started, I was like, it's going to be two years. I, I was like, I know it. it's going to be two years. And then last year, I think last year was super dark. I think for oh, yeah. everyone, I think yeah. 2021 was the dark, like 2020, 2020 was actually a great year for me. Right. Um, 2021 was like, damn. Yeah, so I feel like beautiful. 2021 was like the massive shadow for the collective. It was like, yeah. 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 And so I was like, it's going to be five years. I was like, it's five. I can feel it. It's five. And then now... I feel, I, I do again, feel like this is, we've, we've done it. We've collapsed the timeline. Yeah. But yeah. And I don't know, I, again, I don't know how long it's going to take, but, uh, and I don't think it's going to be necessarily next week because, totally. yeah. <laughs> but it's, they're going to start going back on their word. We've already seen it. So. Yeah. And I also believe that we're going to see a lot of people be taken out one way or another. I think we're going to yeah. see a lot of changes. I think a lot of deaths. I think, I think there's going to be a lot that's going to play out. That's going to also cause those further collapses of timelines that you talk about those further collapses of systems, because it's all necessary. Right. And it's like, and you know, it's interesting. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, God, it just is so dark. And I'm like, okay, it is in some ways, yes, because there's so much happening. But like you said, coming from that higher perspective and yeah. coming from a higher dimension, you look at it and you're like, this all has to be exposed. This all has to essentially yeah. be unearthed in order yeah. to go towards the light, in order to create, like you said, that compassion and love and everything that we really came in here for and then essentially got hijacked out of us. Exactly. Yeah. I know it's such a wild time. And, and it's interesting when I was reading about, you know, the Pluto return, what does that mean to you? Because there's so many like different, you know, um, terminologies and descriptions about it and and it's basically just like this massive I guess spiritual awakening and you know shift in that time when it's you know February 22nd 2022 like what are your thoughts on it so I I haven't looked into it that much but one like what like comes for me right away is that most people in our generation our Pluto is in Scorpio hmm. is, is yours too I don't know. I have to look. And now you just everyone said I know that's that's close to, close to my age. Your Pluto is in Scorpio in your chart. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check. So it goes by the decade, but I don't know what the cutoff is, or maybe it's every twelve years it changes. I don't know. I'm not an astrology buff, but um, I do know Scorpio energy is uh, is very secretive. So if it's a Pluto return, then that makes me think that secrets will be revealed, revealed. living in uh -huh. secrets. Um, I, I think of like, and I think also of Scorpio as, and I, it's funny because I always joke like, oh, I can't with a Scorpio because they have so <laughs> many feelings and I'm going to, I want to know everything. Um, and if they're secretive or there's like a veneer that I, I feel scared. Like, I feel like, uh, no, I need to know what you're actually like. Like, you know, I want the nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, 
I, I think it's a, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I think that it's going to be a revealing time. And I think that, I mean, Scorpio is also very like sexual, like energy. And it reminds me of this kind of like sexy vamp goddess energy. And I think that's going to come out. So yeah, I mean, I, those are the first things that come up for me, but I'm not an astrologer in any which way. Yeah. No, I just want to know like what you felt like. Yeah. That's how I feel that that's the energies that come up for me when I think of Scorpio and Pluto. I thought when I was feeling into it last night, I was like, huh, it's going to be more reveal. Like you just said, it's going to be more exposure. It's going to be more like collapse, like all those things. And when you were saying too, it's funny when you said that kind of sexy vampy, because to me, I was getting like fierce and like ferocious and, you know, like power, but but on our end, not on like the the dark energies. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would think of like a like a Scorpio, like you, obviously they're like the scorpion, but like if we could pin them to like some kind of other animal, it would almost be like a sexy black panther, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of energy, like they they can hide in those bushes and they can, they can, you know, but then they can like really get you. So, right. so yeah, really I, mean, I like it. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Well, before we wrap things up, I want you to share a little bit because you recently are getting ready to launch your amazing app and yeah. you've got so many cool projects you got kind of working on for the collective to help people who are further awakening who are already in their journeys and want to dial it up a notch. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So like I said, just bringing everything back to foundation of my own ascension and everything I've created in my life from, you know, a my marriage to abundance to, you know, feeling like I'm really living up in my purpose and my own ascension and all the things. Uh, it's been rituals, 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 rituals. And we talked about a few of the different rituals, like bath rituals, tapping, energy clearing, chakra activations, uh, mantra, invocations, goddess energy, you know, learning about the ancient goddesses and the different mantras and, and the different energies that they can bring to us. Like, I've learned so many things and, and I just want to share those really daily tips, those daily practices, those daily routines and rituals that we can do. Because we, when we talk about, it's funny because you think of like quantum leaping is like, oh, you wake up and you know, everything's changed. No, because the quantum leap can't happen unless the small little consistent things are happening. I don't say, I don't mean you have to like work your ass off to like get to where you want to go, but I mean, you have to be doing the consistent energy work for the quantum leap to activate. And I describe it as like, you know, when you're like shuffling your feet on the carpet and then you get like an electric shock. Yeah. (laughs) So like the rituals are the shuffle. And the more you shuffle, the more you're going to get you, the bigger the shock ah, the okay. that you're going to get, you know, yeah. um, I like it. like I like building, it. it's building the static charge. So, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. And then we also have, and so yeah, that's rituals by chakra girls. So you can find it on the app store and you can follow us on Instagram at rituals by chakra girl. And then we also have a uh, prism, which launched earlier this year last year, late last year. Uh, no, I don't know. Whenever <laughs> they all, like all the that. time just kind of goes <laughs> together now. Yeah. I know. It launched later than I was supposed to. That's all I know. Um, but yeah, so we, this is still like very new, but it's essentially an online magazine for Ascension. So we talk about different rituals. We talk about different mindset tips. We talk about different ways of uh, different perspectives and different ways of seeing the world. And it's really just, uh, I say it's kind of like the spiritual goop, like goop is to wellness, what, what prism is to spirituality. <laughs> 
And, um, and yeah, we really like dive deep into those really like higher consciousness topics. And yeah, I follow the page guys. It's so good. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's great. We have, we, we accept like contributors if anyone has any articles that they want to write, but yeah, that's at prismofficial.co. And yeah, I just got to a point where I was like, I'm so sick of this negative news all the time like we need something that's like okay now I've read the negative news and I know what's going on which I think is important because if you're hiding then you're in the dark but okay now I know what's going on and now I need to feel better so then you head over to prison I love it that's awesome yeah and we also know obviously for those of us who have awakened that the news is not really the news anymore and you know whether you like Trump or not as he called it fake news he was spot on (laughs) totally fake news all fake news yeah. So, I mean, I love that though, that you're like, Hey, you kind of see what the darkness is, you check in and see what's happening. And then you move over to a higher space and you're like, okay, how do I tap in back into my higher self? How do I really yeah. do these rituals to move forward and practices and everything? That's so awesome. Yeah. I follow the page and it's amazing guys. Everything will obviously be in the show notes where people can follow and find you and all of it, which I highly recommend all of you who are on this awakening journey or have already been and kind of looking for the next level up. Amber is your girl. She is the chakra girl. She is amazing and has created so much in her own life and is such a light, like I said, to so many. So Amber, thank you so much for being here, love. It's been so awesome to get to chat, like all things ascension and, and, you know, shadow work and everything. I know you're so passionate about it and I feel like so many need this right now. So I just, I love everything we got to talk about before I let you go. Is there anything else you want to share? And as always, you know, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I mean, I think just the most important thing we can do is drop into our hearts. Like anytime we're checking in again, that discernment, or, you know, if you're feeling fear, drop into your heart because your heart has the answer or your heart knows the truth. I love that. Drop into your heart. Boom. Mic drop. Well, thank (laughs) you so much, love. This was amazing. And everyone listening, I hope that this helped awaken something within you. If you are on your awakening journey, know you are not alone. There are millions of us doing this together, especially now. Check out tools like Amberly has for Chakra Girl. Everything will be in the show notes. And like she said, drop into your heart and know that you have all the answers within you and you do know your own truth. Thank you guys. Love and light. Bye.